0: Welcome to Bible on the Beach. Now, today we're going to be in Acts chapter 10, uh, starting in verse uh, 24. Now, we want to see disciples make disciples and for churches to plant churches so that as many people as possible can be in God's family in every space, in every place, wherever God wants to. All over the world, that's exciting. You know, God wants to use you. He wants to use me to, uh, to love God and to love people. And today, God wants to say something to us through His Word, and so in that spirit, let's get into it. Now, Acts chapter 10, um, verse 25, uh, verse 27. Sorry, they talked together and then went inside. Peter found a large gathering waiting to hear His words. That last time in Bible on the Beach, we saw that God was talking to um, to, to both these guys to bring them together, and now Peter is going to deliver His message. Now he says, Peter said to them, you all know that it is against Jewish laws for me to associate with or even visit the home of one who's not a Jew. So what was happening here was God was challenging both of their cultural assumptions. Let me ask you a question. When was the last time God challenged your cultural assumptions? Think about it. Well, what does that mean? Well, do you think your culture is the best culture? Do you think the way you do it is the best way? Well, what if it isn't? What if God wants you to learn? What if God wants you to change? What if God wants you to reorient your thinking? You know, following God really is all about having your mind renewed, all about changing the way that you think, and all about having your assumptions challenged. And that's exactly what's happening here. Peter, God wasn't using Peter because Peter was a finished product. God was using Peter because peter was going through the process of being transformed by jesus now look it up look at um it says here so when you sent for me i came without objection now may i ask you why you sent for me now peter replied four days ago uh, i was fasting and praying uh here in my home in this very hour At three o'clock in the afternoon when a man in glistening clothing suddenly appeared in front of my eyes he said cornelius god has heard your prayers your generosity poor has been recorded and remembered in god's presence it's all good however you must send for a man named simon the rock who's staying in joppa as a guest of simon the tanner who lives by the sea um so i immediately sent men sent my men to bring you here And you were kind enough to come and now here you are all of us in god's presence anxious to hear the message that god has put into your heart to share with us so so you see sometimes god is preparing people ahead of time for what you're supposed to share with them you know god is working in all of our lives and sometimes and when two paths cross it's never a coincidence there's eight billion people on this planet and we're all scurrying around like ants. And every time someone crosses your path, it's always for a reason. Always for a reason. There's no coincidences. God is the divine orchestrator of situations in time and space. And he'll give you the words to say. And, and in this case, God had already prepared their hearts for something that was going to be hard for Peter to share. Now, that was God's grace in action that God actually gave him an easy audience for something that he was processing through. Sometimes God asks you to take a step and he's already prepared the other people uh, ahead of time to go easy on you. So that's God's grace too. That's exactly what happens here. Now he says, now I know for certain that God doesn't show favoritism with people, but treats everyone on the same basis. It makes no difference what race of people one belongs to if they show deep reverence for God and are committed to doing what's right. They are acceptable before him. See, God makes it very clear that in the kingdom of God, it's all about who has reverence for God. How do you know you're in the kingdom of God? Easy answer. You have reverence for God. Being in the kingdom of God has nothing to do with your pedigree, nothing to do with your bloodline, and nothing to do with your DNA. Nothing. has everything to do with this sincere respect and reverence in your heart that only you know if it's there. If you have that reverence for God and you have that respect for God, then you're in God's family. That's what it says here. Now, verse 36, God sent his word to the Jewish people first, announcing the wonderful news of hope and peace through Jesus, the anointed one, the Lord of all. You were well aware of that, well aware of all that began in Galilee and spread throughout the land of Israel immediately after John preached his message of baptism. Now, Jesus of Nazareth was anointed by God with the Holy Spirit and with great power. He did wonderful things for others and divinely healed all who were under the tyranny of the devil for God had appointed him. That's what God does today. That's why people need the Lord, man. God wants to heal people that have fallen under the jurisdiction of the devil. Now, how does he do that? Well, we pray, we love, and then we also remind people that God can do anything in anyone's life, regardless of who they are. He says, "'We apostles were eyewitnesses to the miracles that he performed throughout the land of Israel. Finally, in Jerusalem, he was crucified on a cross, but God raised him from the dead three days later, allowing him to be seen openly.'" He didn't appear to everyone, but he appeared to us as chosen witnesses. He actually ate and drank with us after he rose from the dead. Now, Jesus ordered us to preach and warned the people that God had appointed him to be the judge of the living and the dead. You see, yeah, God's loving, yeah, he's kind, but he's also just, and he's also the judge. The Bible says, do not judge lest you be judged. Now, will all be judged, who will be judged by? Jesus. Jesus is the judge. People think that you go through all of life and you're not judged at the end of it. Wrong. Wrong. The Bible says when you die, Jesus judges you. Not people. Don't worry about what people think. It doesn't matter what people think. There's one judge and it ain't you and it ain't me and it ain't your friends and it ain't your family and it ain't ain't any other human being. It's Jesus. That's why we live for Jesus because when you die, you don't stand before all those other people. You stand before Jesus. You stand before the Lord. Think about that. That's heavy. You should line up your entire life with the person that you're going to be judged by, not care about all these other people. What everyone else thinks is totally irrelevant. That's what God thinks. Because Jesus is the judge. Jesus is the judge. That's powerful. Now it says here, Jesus of Nazareth, he was anointed by God anointed by the Holy Spirit. And not only us, but all the prophets agree in their writings that everyone who believes in him receives complete forgiveness of sins through the power of his name. So he tells them the truth. He tells them about Jesus. He tells them about the judgment. And then look what happens here in verse 44. While Peter was speaking, the Holy Spirit cascaded Over all those listening to his message, the Jewish brothers who had accompanied Peter were astounded that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on people who weren't Jews. So you see, God often goes way outside of your paradigm. Let me tell you something. If you have God in a box, he doesn't like it. We don't put parameters on God. Every time you put parameters on God, every time you think you have him understood and explained and buttoned up and dialed in, you don't because God is outside of paradigms. God's outside of boxes. God's outside of our expectations and our assumptions. That, that's what makes him omnipotent and powerful and all-knowing. And God now pours out the Holy Spirit on them for they heard them speaking in supernaturally given languages and passionately praising God. So God pours out the Holy Spirit. In this case, God poured out the Holy Spirit and people were speaking in tongues and praising God and going buck wild. Does that happen? Sure, it happens. Sure, it happens. God can pour out his Holy Spirit, fall on people, and they can praise God. I've seen it happen in a coffee shop. You know, God wants to move anywhere and everywhere that we will invite him to peter said how could anyone object to these people being baptized for they have received the holy spirit just as we have so we instructed them to be baptized in the name and the power of jesus wow so a lot happens here got and god not only moves through peter's message The Holy Spirit falls, people are speaking in tongues, people are praising God, and people got water baptized. You know, why do we get water baptized? We get water baptized because it's a symbol of the death, burial, and resurrection with Jesus. We go, under the water, as a symbolic act, we come up, we're raised to new life. The death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. The death, burial, and resurrection of us. Death to ourselves. burial of our sins. Resurrected to new life. God wants us to be baptized. Have you, have you been baptized? It's easy. Just go get baptized. Just tell someone, hey, I want to go get baptized. You can text me or call me or however you want to reach out to me. I'm happy to baptize you. But someone else can baptize you too. Someone else that knows the Lord. It's not about who baptizes you, it's that you do it. It's that you do it. So, man, I love coming down here to Bible on the Beach. I hope this is a blessing to you. You know, in fact, let's invite God to keep working in our life. Let's invite God to fill us with his spirit, just like he did here in Acts. God, fill us with your Holy Spirit today. Give us your eyes to see. Help us to radically praise you. Help us to be baptized if we haven't. Help us to follow you each and every day in Jesus' name. Man, I hope today has been a blessing to you. That's why I come down here and do Bible on the Beach. If this encourages you, please tell someone else to follow along so they can hear from God every day and be encouraged too. And until next time, I hope you have a great day.